Hey, what's up? This is Vernon Maxwell, two-time NBA champion, Houston Rockets. Are you listening to Locked on Rockets podcast? This is Mission Control, Houston. Ignition sequence start. I've been preparing for this all my life. Here's Porter on hard and taking him to school. What a great play by Jay Shante. KJ Martin climbed Bobon Mountain. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. And you've seen tonight that we, we fought together, we stayed together, and it's about damn time, man. Six, five, four, three, two, one. What's up and welcome to another episode of Locked on Rockets, the best and only daily podcast covering your Houston Rockets. As always, I'm your host, Jackson Gatlin, native Houstonian and partner at Apollo Media. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at JT Gatlin, the show, of course, at Locked on Rockets, as well as at Apollo HOU. And joining us today is a very, very special guest, Clutch City legend, two-time NBA champion and former Houston Rocket, Vernon Maxwell himself. What's up, Vernon Maxwell? How you doing, Mad Max? Hey, Jackson, man. What's going on, man? Appreciate you for having me, man. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Look, having you on the show once was already a big-time honor. Having you back again is an amazing honor. And I got to tell you, Max, that, look, I got to be completely upfront with you before we dive into anything today. I got some, you know, basically, I got to thank you because back into June during the NBA draft lottery when Rockets fans were terrified, that they were going to lose their pick to the right. Oklahoma City Thunder. Right. I did a I did a prayer, and, and when I did this prayer in the middle of a podcast, I was rocking your jersey. Okay, that's what's up. That's love. It is love, and I got I got to admit, Max, I think I think your jersey, I think that played a little part in making sure that the Rockets kept their pick, and then they drafted Jalen Green number two overall, and that's going to be some of the stuff we talk about a little bit later. But again, I just got to say thank you because I think there was a little there was a little Mad Max yeah. luck. From this yeah, jersey. like I said, God knows how I feel about Houston, Texas, and how I feel about the Houston Rockets. So, you know, I he he answered my prayers too. I was hoping and praying that we got Jalen too. You know, I mean, I felt like we felt it. We fell in the in the in the in the perfect slot, you know, because I felt like it would have been kind of hard to get Jalen if we would have had the first pick because you know everybody quote unquote said, okay, you got to go get Caden Cunningham. You know, so and then I figured that's what we probably would have done, what everybody said that you're supposed to do. But I'm glad we failed what we failed because, I mean, it was a no brainer. They had to get the best player in the draft. Jalen Green looks like he might be able to be the best player in the draft. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. But first things first, Max, you got a birthday coming up and you're going to be kicking it here in Houston for your birthday. Is that right? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm coming back to Houston. Um when I get in there on the 8th on Wednesday, I got a lot of things going on through the week. Um, well, for myself, playing a lot of golf and hanging out with friends and just doing stuff, just catching up with a lot of people and going over to the Rockets office and doing things, just hanging out and just 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 basically catching up. But the party, I saw all white party at Club Hayes um, on uh, Saturday night. It's going to be a very, very nice party. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of special people in there, a lot of all a lot of bunch of my friends and on Sunday I have a another promotional party coming up. Uh I'm I'm promoting these C B D things that I'm 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 part of and 
and um, I'm going to have my name and my face on this and these uh, on these uh, various things. So um, I'm going to have a, um, a like a little bash for that, just an introduction to that of that on Sunday at club retreat. So um, it's going to be an interesting and, and and good weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and I and I got a good showing coming up right now because a lot of fans and a lot of people are asking and 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 joining in and, and, and going to show up. So it's going to be real fun. I'm excited to be out there. I'm excited to have the chance to meet you in person. I can't wait to get out there and celebrate your party, celebrate your birthday with you. But I got to say, Max, you know, you you say it's an it's an all white party. I thought you didn't like Utah. Well, yeah. Well, see, that's the reason why I did it, because <laughs> I think I was. I figure I just switch it up a little bit, you know, reverse psychology type shit. You know, that's <laughs> how, you know, everybody know how I feel about Utah with the no internet and 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 the, and the, and I ain't gonna say what else I want to say, but they know how I feel about Utah. But um, yeah, man, now nah, it's gonna be a whiteout. I'm sorry, it's gonna be a whiteout on Saturday night, uh, September 11th. I'm sorry, but nothing to do with Utah, none, nothing at all. There we go. Yeah, we're going to keep Utah far away from your yeah, party. Yeah, uh, right. like where the fuck they're at right now. Keep them way away. <laughs> now, I want kind of what I want to do here, Max, to, to get into a, a little bit of what I want to focus on, where obviously the Rockets, you know, they got this entire youth movement, all these rookies coming in. So I want to kind of turn back the clock here for a minute and ask you what your transition was like going from college to the NBA and what types of challenges do you think some of these, you know, new rookies for the Rockets might be facing as they're getting adjusted from, you know, or getting adjusted to the NBA game? Well, just the, just the pace, the speed, the strength of the players and, and, the, and the, and the different way that, the, that they call the game. I mean, but when I came back, when I first came in, I mean, it was totally different. You know, you can hand check, you can pretty much you can hack you can do pretty much pretty much anything when I came in the league. It was it was a it was a, a real physical league back then, back in 1988-89 when I came in. So um but I just had a mindset that, you know, I'm I'm used to this and and I got to feed my family and I can't go out here and, and not show up and this is what I've been working for all my life and and now I'm here and now I, I mean I got an opportunity, so I just got to show up and 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 I, I'm never scared of anything, and that's what I love to do. And I just went out there and showed San Antonio I was good enough to play in the NBA, and then uh, they end up signing me up. Now you were originally drafted by the Nuggets, and then immediately moved to to, to San Antonio. Where uh, do you remember draft night at all when you were going through that? Did you get the phone call from the Nuggets first, or was yeah. it strictly San Antonio? How did that play out? Yeah. Yeah, I got the phone call from the Nuggets when they first drafted me. And then, like, maybe about a couple of minutes later, then um, they were saying uh, San Antonio was trying to do something with me. But they said they were working on a trade because San Antonio asked them to draft me where they can they can trade for me. And um, and um, but that's what they did. And um, but um, I, I mean, I'm so glad. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad it happened the way it did because, oh, my goodness, I'm from Florida, man. Ain't no way in hell I could have went up here to Denver from Florida, man. And you know how cold and the snow, man, that would have been a tragedy to me, man. I, I mean, oh, my goodness. I don't think I would have made it, man. It would have been rough, man. So I went to the right place, man, to a sunny place, Texas. And this is Miami of, like, Florida, so humid. And, I mean, so, I mean, I just felt like, 
I just I, I I went to the right place, man, because I couldn't have made it in Denver. I didn't know I don't I didn't know anything about Denver. And then not too much further down the line, you made it to the real right place, which was Houston, Texas, near and dear to your heart. And I want to ask you a little bit about that stint and uh, kind of about some of those earlier days before the back-to-back championship, before the glory days. We're gonna get there after a quick message from our friends over at Sweatblock. Look, nobody likes sweat. Sweat, I mean, maybe if you're, yeah, if you're working out at the gym, sure, sweat can be a good thing. But when you're going about your day, just running errands or business meetings, or maybe you're on a first date or just hanging out with friends, right? Sweat can be uncomfortable. It can be gross. It can, you know, cause anxiety. It's not fun, right? Sweat block can help you out. It's doctor created and doctor recommended. It works for up to seven days per application. They have a dry shirt guarantee where if you put on sweat block and you still manage to sweat through your shirt, then they'll give you your money back. No questions asked. Bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years, manufactured right here in the USA. Best thing about Sweatblock is it's it's stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. Basically, you just put it on at night before you go to bed, wake up the next day, go about your day, do all your business, right? You know, get ready in the morning, throw your clothes on, put your makeup on, do whatever you got to do. Go throughout your day without the worry of sweating through your clothes. Eliminate the anxiety. Get rid of the fear. Don't worry about, okay, what am I going to wear? Can I wear this shirt? No, it's, you know, I, I don't want to sweat through that. Get rid of all of those worries with Sweatblock. And you can get 20% off of Sweatblock at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or at Amazon and CVS. So again, that's 20% off of Sweatblock at sweatblock.com when you use promo code locked on. And another message from our friends over at Direct TV because, hey, does this sound familiar at all to you? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, then you got another that lets you stream your favorite shows, then you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends login for the rest of the you know streaming services that you're trying to get access to, right? Well, let me tell you about a simple way to get all of that entertainment that you love without the hassle. A great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream. And it brings you your live on-demand TV favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. The best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. And continuing on here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball with Rockets legend Vernon Maxwell. Now, Max, you know, I kind of asked you about what some of the adjustments were for those other rookies when they first came in. But for you, like what was the most difficult adjustment for you when you first came into the league? Wow. It was um, just learning how the NBA game was played, you know, and. And 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 I knew I had to get stronger because I was down there in San Antonio and I was down there competing against a guy they call Alvin Robertson. I, if everybody don't know him, I mean, he used to get quadruple doubles, 10 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, and 10 steals. So that tells you what kind of player he was. He was really strong player. But I just had to have my mindset because I know every night, I mean, every Every day when I went into that to that gym, I knew I was facing an all-star player in Alvin Robinson. Uh, I mean, was a great uh, shooting guard. I felt like uh, taught me a lot of things when I when I just practicing against him and playing against him. And I just knew I was lacking in a lot of areas. 
and strength was one of them. You know, I came in the league probably weighing about 180 pounds. You know, I was real skinny and stuff like that. But then I had to, I had to get build my body up and just re revamp my body all over again, and 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 learning how to take care of your body. You know, that things of that nature, and and then you have to get the proper amount of rest. You know, and I mean, it's, it's it was it was a lot of things like that that I wasn't doing because I was always better than everybody else in college and high school. But when I got to the league, I had to start doing better as far as like taking care of my body, to, watching things I eat. But I never, ever did that. I always ate anything I wanted to eat. I mean, I'd be eating on a hamburger, running out the tunnel, going on the floor. A cheeseburger, I mean. I have a cheeseburger. One of the ball boys that went upstairs because I'm hungry. Hey, man, go up there and get one of them cheeseburgers, man. And he bring me a cheeseburger down before we running on the stage. Well, we running out there on the floor. I done said my little speech for the team. We getting ready to go on the floor. I'm put my last piece of the hamburger, hamburger in the mouth, and I'm running out there with a mouth full of hamburger, getting ready to play. So, I mean, I could you, I, could you I, imagine I, how bad that must have felt for the guys you playing against to, to go out there and you're gonna go out there and bust their ass on the court and you just finished a hamburger as you were running out for warmups? I mean, yeah, my goodness, it feels crazy, man. I know my teammates used to look at me like Kenny and Sam and Rob and Otis and Dream. They all used to look at me like, "What the hell is this man over there eating pizza? Right? Eating a, yeah, a whole piece over there eating a pizza before we run out here on this floor. This man got a cheeseburger." I mean, I used to do some crazy stuff, man. I used to eat wings before the game, before we run out. I, I eat anything, man. I mean, if I'm hungry, I'm, I'm, I ain't going to stop my plate. I, I, once I get out there on the floor, I'm going to be who I am. So you, you kind of rolled through some of the squad right there. You know, Kenny, Otis, Dream, obviously, you know, all the guys, Sam. What I want to know is, obviously, before the back-to-back -back titles, before the glory, there were – so there were some tough years there under Don Chaney, couple 500 teams where things just didn't seem to be clicking. So I want to know what to you, what's different about being on a team that is, you know, either like rebuilding kind of like the current Rockets or just, you know, fighting to make it to the top instead of being at the top. Like what's different about like the, the culture or the locker room? What's the mentality? Well, well, well first of all, now, I got to get up to Don Chaney. I mean, I love the man to death. I mean, because I swear, if it wasn't for Don Chaney, I would have never been in Houston, Texas, playing with the Houston Rockets. I mean, him, Carol Dawson, and uh, Steve, and, um, and, and, and those guys, they made that move for me to come there. Uh, but, I mean, they, I mean, it was a great steal because they bought me for $30,000. They sold me for $30,000. So, but I got to take my hat off to Don Chain. I love the man to death because he gave me the, the biggest opportunity ever when I was at a place that I wasn't wanted. And, and he told me when I first got here, when I first got to Houston, hey, man, it's a clean slate, man. Don't worry about what happened in the past over there in San Antonio, what happened in college. Hey, man, you got a clean slate to come up here. I'm going to play you to do what you got to do. And, he let me go out there and, and play my game. And then, unfortunately, I mean, I mean, he, we got we, we, we got better. We stayed at like 50, 41 and 41. And we was all the way around that 42 and 39. And we was always around that area, right there, that 50. We never could get over the hump, like 50%, that 50, 50 ball. And then, um, so, but then they got rid of Don and, 
And then they brought in my man, Rudy T, which another guy. I, I've been blessed. I got back-to-back -back great coaches that I love to death, both of them. I mean, Rudy T, too. I mean, it was awesome. Another guy came in and, and just let me. But when he was assistant coach, he always talked to me all the time. Rudy T talked to me, talking to me when Don was the head coach. Just telling me, Max, you got to be ready because you know we're going to need you. You know, these guys start out slow. We're going to need you because you, when you come in the game, you pick the pace up. So I, we need that. So you got to be ready. Stay ready, Max. Stay ready, Maxie. And and I I mean, I love Rudy T to death. Everybody know how I feel about Rudy T. I mean, his family. I mean, everybody. Everything about Rudy T. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I, I would have been the player. I mean, I felt like I wouldn't have been. I don't think I would have been Mad Max or or I wouldn't have been noticed as much if, if I wouldn't have played for Rudy T because Rudy T gave me the, the opportunity to come in and, and play my game and and don't worry about the outside noise and 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 let me worry about all that. You 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 just play and and it's it, you know, I, I mean you you're a crazy ass guy and you know I I have to deal with that, but but I just want you to play it, don't, and, and we'll worry about that when we cross that road. So, but Rudy T was the best man, and I mean, I love Rudy T to death, man. Like I said, man, he gave me a great opportunity, man, and and he helped me re he helped me reinvent myself to the person and the player, and everybody called Mad Max so who I am today. And you know, talking so obviously that you know, and I didn't mean I didn't mean any disrespect to Don Cheney. I just want to throw that. No, one no, out I wasn't. There, none, none, none taken. None taken. No, I just had to let you know how I felt about Don Cheney because that's my guy. He brought me in here. He brought me into Houston. So, and you know, I mean, I, I was I, I'm just so thankful for that. Well, you know, more so what I, what I was trying to, you know, kind of get at was just, you know, you, you dropping all the names of these guys. And what was so unique is, you know, you guys spent time, you know, you, Kenny, Sam, Dream, uh, Otis, you know, you guys spent time under Don Chaney on some of those 500 teams where things yeah. weren't going right. But then, you know, Rudy T steps in, you hit that 55 win season. And then the very next season, you guys win the title. So that's kind of what I was trying to see is like, how, how special was that to have been there kind of right yeah. in the trenches well, with those guys for all those years and then see it all pay off. Well, yeah, see, because you got to understand, because like you said, you know, we are all, well, mean dream Otis. Uh, oh, I mean, I guess it was that, uh, it was us three, I guess I probably a couple more guys that, that had already been there. Then we brought Sam, Mario and, uh, Rob and, you know, and, and then and they kept us together for a while. So we, we played together for like three, four years together. You know, what I mean, but I mean, when they brought before they brought Sam in and 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 then um, and I mean, we just jailed, man. We were all good friends. We hung out off the court together. We we were we had each other back on the court and off the court, man. I mean, I knew all those guys, wives and their family members, their fathers, their mothers and. I knew everything about them and they knew everything about me. And we just genuinely, genuinely cared about each other. And, and we knew it was going to be a special year that year when we won it because the way that it started out, you know, I think it was like 22 and one or some stuff like something crazy like that, the way we started out that season. So we knew it was going to be a, a special year, but I mean, so, I mean, I mean, but like you said, it, it was rough at the beginning when we just couldn't get over that hurdle when we just stayed at 41 and 41, it was always that, that, that 50% mark, 500 mark. And, and then it, it, it was, it did feel a lot better 
when we did finally get over the hump and we went, went out and won like 58 games. And I was like, okay, now, damn, we can win it then. That's when I thought and I knew we had a chance, both. So, and, but, yeah, I, I mean, it was special moments and, and, and tough times, too. And hey, I mean, it, it obviously paid off in a big way, not just once, but twice. And, you know, looking at this current crop of young Rockets rookies, that's what kind of gives me a little bit of hope, a little bit of inspiration, seeing hopefully, you know, maybe they grow together and, and develop kind of that chemistry that you're talking about having. So I want to I want to ask you some questions about these young Rockets rooks coming up in just a second after a quick message from our friends over at Built Bar. Look, when it comes to protein bars, you either love them or you hate them. And if you don't love them already, then you've got to check out Built Bar. They do the best protein bars on the market. They got so many amazing flavors to choose from. Raspberry, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, you name it. They probably have made a flavor out of it at some point. My personal favorite, the coconut brownie chunk. You cannot go wrong with it because the thing about these bars, right, is they're protein bars that basically taste as good as a candy bar, right? But without the worry of all the added sugars and all the you know all the bad stuff that comes in a in a, in a candy bar, because every single one of these built bars are low cal, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. Amazing if you're on a keto diet, and you can check them out. Just visit built.com and use promo code locked fifteen to get fifteen percent off your very next order. Again, that's built.com and use promo code locked fifteen for fifteen percent off at built.com. And one more message from my friends over at betonline.ag because it's that time of year. Football right around the corner. College football, professional football right there. We got baseball season still going strong. NBA is right around the corner. We're not long for the NBA basketball season. It's almost here. It left, and in the blink of an eye, it's already back. So get all the news, odds, and info you could ever imagine, ever need at Bet Online. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. It's time to get in on the action. You can do that using promo code Locked On to get a one hundred percent welcome bonus on your very first order. Again, that's one hundred percent back on your very first deposit with Bet Online. We use promo code Locked On. So be sure to head over to Bet Online today and use that promo code to get a 100% bonus on your very first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And final segment here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball, chatting with the one and only Mad Max. Now, Vernon, when, when it comes to the, these Rockets rookies, you know, we talked a little bit about Jalen Green right there at the top. What have what have you liked that you've seen out of him so far? I mean, I'm assuming you caught some of his summer league footage, right? Yeah, I was out there at the summer league for about five days. I went and seen him. I said, I, well, I got to see him play one time because they shut him down after that one game. So, but oh, he's very athletic. I mean, um, very skilled. I mean, smart ball player. I mean, high IQ. I mean, he's gonna be fine. I mean, he has a he has a good motor. I mean, he's strong, long. I mean, I think he's gonna do well. I mean, just you know, keep working on that J, and you know, a little you know, keep working on that J, that jump shot. But like the jump shot comes with time, though. You know what I mean? Like the older you get, the better it's gonna become. You know, just like everybody, like LeBron, everybody. I mean, LeBron wasn't shooting that ball good when he first came in the league, but he got older and he got wiser and he understand the jump shot. And then that's when he became a better jump shooter. So, but I mean, he's going to be fine. I love him. He's going to, he's a, he's going to be a superstar in the NBA. I mean, I mean, just look at the kid. 
You look, uh, yeah, you look at the way he, uh, right now. I mean, 19 years old, he scores with ease. And a lot of people, right, myself included, when it comes to trying to figure out, okay, who can we compare this kid to? There's only, there's really only a couple names that come to mind with just you look at how insanely athletic he is, how polished he is offensively already. And the names that keep coming to mind are Michael Jordan and the late Kobe Bryant, as far as just mm. what he looks like at this age already. Do you see, maybe see some of those flashes in there from what you saw when you were on the court battling it out with MJ a little bit? Ah, that's a tough one. Uh, whew, I don't like to compare a lot of people to him because uh, I know I, I I knew how tough it was and and I, I don't know. I I he's he's he Jalen Green is going to be a great pro and. As long as he keep working hard and keep himself humble and 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 take care of his body and and I think he's gonna play in the NBA for a long time. He's gonna be a superstar. That's what I can say. About That's fair. It, it's it's probably unfair to try and you know hold hold him up to or compare him to a couple of the legends that have yeah. played this game in those other two. Yeah, guys but I playing. love this game though. He's I mean he's right there. I mean I mean he just got I mean. He's just got to now. He has to go out there and put it all together now, like they did. That's all. And Absolutely. I mean, he's gonna work. I know he's a hard worker. He'll, he'll be just fine. I know he's gonna do well for the Rockets. He's gonna be a superstar. And you know the 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 other rookies that they got out there too: uh, Alperin Shingun, Josh Christopher, and Usman Garuba. Of those three, I feel like Josh Christopher might be a guy who you might take a bit of a liking to, mainly because he brings it so yeah. much on the defensive end. Yeah. Uh, yeah what, do, what do you what do you what do you like about him? Yeah, that's what you said. You know that defensive, and then he'll take shots too. You know he, you know I like him. If he misses a shot, he ain't scared to take another shot. If he misses a shot, because in basketball, playing in the NBA and playing in college, you got to be a person with short-term memory. If you miss, come down and miss two shots in a row, and you open the third time in a row, what you gonna do? You gonna not take the shot, or you gonna take the shot? You gotta take that damn shot. And I like that about him. He's he's not scared, and he has a he has a NBA body already. And he will put them handcuffs on you. You know, he'll lock your ass up on defense. And I, I like it, man. And um and I he's he's very vocal out there. I, I, I heard him the whole time when I was seeing him play and he enjoys playing the game too. I mean, I I I I mean I, I like old Christopher. I I think that was a great pick for the Rockets once again. Is with that all something- the other guys that they brought in. Yeah, I mean, and it's, if that's something, could you speak on that for a minute and just how important that is, you know, when it comes to being vocal defensively? Because you hear you you hear all the time about certain guys on defense, right? You hear about the Draymond Greens, you hear about these, you know, elite level defenders, the PJ Tuckers of the world, and how vocal they are when it comes to communicating on defense. How important is that when you're trying to really put out a good NBA defense to be able to communicate with your teammates and to have a guy out there? Who is like the the vocal anchor? Was that you for the Rockets, or, or was Dream the vocal yeah. anchor? Who was yeah, the nah, guy? You know, Dream ain't gonna do too much. Dream ain't gonna do too much talking out there. But you know, Dream gonna tell you give me the ball. You know, he gonna say that. But uh, uh, defense, he just always had our back, and we already knew that. So a lot of times we could like I'll gamble, Kenny a gamble, Sam a gamble, Mario a gamble. We always we used to take gambles because we knew. We had a, a second line defense a player back there named Olajuwon, and and he he and he tried to block literally everything. Whoever came through there, he was trying to give me that shit, give me that shit. That's all he say, give me that shit, 
and we'd be going the other way. So, I mean, we know we had that second line of defense. So we just talked a lot. And like I said, we just, at first, early on when we was together, we, we, we wasn't doing like what Rudy wanted us to do. Then, you know, we bought into the system and, you know, and that's what defense is all about, man. You got to be talking, man. If you ain't talking, man, your ass is not playing defense, man. I don't care. You got to let everybody, you got to let the man across the court know what the hell going on. If he can't see what's going on, you got to holler over there. And, hey, man, watch that back screen coming up your ass. Watch that back screen now. You got to let them know that. You can't just sit over there quiet as a mouse because your man going to get his damn head tall. And then he's going to be mad as hell at somebody. So, you know, you got to talk on defense. That That's what it, that's what, all the best teams, the Milwaukee Bucks and all the, you know, the, the Phoenix Suns and, you know, the, the the ones that talk on defense, those are the best defensive teams. Man, uh, Max, I got, I got one more question for you before we wrap this thing up. And, you know, with just, again, looking at these, these young, fresh-faced kids who are coming into the NBA, they're realizing their dream finally and you know, they're playing for the Rockets now, and this is a team that's a very young team now. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of youth on this Rockets team, and hopefully it means they've got a very bright future ahead. But what is one piece of advice that you wish that you had had or gotten from somebody when you were starting your career out as an NBA player? That You know, like maybe, and, and maybe one, you know, sometime, sometime down the line, you might be able to, you know, meet one of these guys and be like, hey, this is, you know, from, from, from somebody who's been there, right, this is what I wish somebody had told me. Well, just maybe just um, just uh, just somebody just to, you know, tell what I told me just to keep myself humble, you know, and and don't forget who you are and, and where you came from, because you can tend to do that when you're getting all this money and you're getting all this fame. And then you tend to forget where you who you are and where you come from. And just keep it real, man. Just keep it 100, man. And stay well-grounded, man. Have a good team around you, man. And that's what I wish that I had more than anything. I wish I had a better team around me. You know what I mean? My team was party team. You know, <laughs> you, know you can't have that shit. You got to have some business-minded people around you. You got to have some people around you that's going to be working and making sure you stay in the gym. And you got to have people around you to making sure, you know, a nutritionist, making sure you eat the right things. And I ain't have none of that stuff. No, no pregame cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't be eating all that crazy stuff. So, I mean, just like, that's, that's about all. The, that's, that's the most important thing, I think. Just, just learning how to take care of your body. And staying true to yourself and, and 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 you know, just not being fake and and just take care of your body and and get the proper amount of rest and and be ready and stay strong minded. Max, as always, it's a pleasure to be able to talk basketball with you. Now, before we get get out of here, let let our listeners know, let our viewers know where they can cop one of these amazing Mad Max jerseys if they want to. Well, you go to Vernon Maxwell uh, uh, at gmail.com. But you don't even have to do that. Just come to the party on Saturday. We're going to have an old stand set up in there. We're going to be over somewhere inside somewhere. We're going to be doing it in there too. So just come to the party. We have everything. And I want to see everybody come. Well, as many people we can get in there. All right? And you too, Absolutely. Jack. I want to see you, buddy. Absolutely. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm ready to be there, Max. It's going to be it's gonna be a great time. You got a message for Rockets fans before we wrap this thing up? Yeah, man. Just stay stay positive. We finna turn this thing around. We finna turn it around. We got a good young nucleus. And I mean, we and, and there's some good kids. 
and and so let's stay positive and keep them positive, all right? Because we don't want to rock the boat early. If some things don't happen the way we think things are supposed to be happening, just stay steady, y'all. Just stay steady. Don't rock the boat. Let's give these kids a chance, okay? All right, they deserve it for Mad Max. Damn. Great, great message. I appreciate it, Max. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to be here on the show with us. Hey, Jackson, man. Love you, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you. Rockers Nation, love you too. That's going to do it for our show. Hopefully you enjoyed having the legend himself, Vernon Maxwell, back on the show. Always a pleasure to be able to talk hoops with him. If you enjoy what we do here, be sure to subscribe to the show, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Himalaya, wherever you listen to your podcast, as well as the brand new YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button. We would sincerely appreciate it. But as always, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. And we look forward to having you back right here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball.